Good morning. It's May 3rd, 2022, and this is 5-Minute Daily Devotionals with Religionless Christianity. This morning, we're going to continue talking about this idea of Christians with disagreements, as I'm sort of deciding to call it. Yesterday, we started this discussion looking at a quote from Charles Spurgeon and how he spoke about John Wesley. Spurgeon claimed that he not only disagreed with Wesley, who he claimed was the Prince of Armenians, and Spurgeon himself claiming to be a Calvinist, but rather that he detested many of the doctrines that Wesley preached. So how could this be? How could a person detest certain doctrines, yet revere the brother or sister who holds to those doctrines? I think we would first have to make a distinction about which doctrines we're disagreeing on and whether these certain doctrines are issues of salvation or not. Spurgeon seems to agree here as he claims he couldn't imagine Zion containing none but Calvinistic Christians. This is sort of the point that, you know, me and the brother I mentioned have been discussing, mostly just unconditional election. So we could be hard in our positions and claim the other is just wrong and allow that to divide us, and I believe some do that. In our case, though, I believe this point we are discussing is mainly on God's role in salvation, the -the behind-the-scenes issues, if you will. This is a topic he and I have been discussing. While this is certainly important, as all Christian doctrine is important, should it be an issue that divides us? I would say no. I believe we agree on the most important elements of the doctrine. Faith comes through hearing, hearing by the word of God, Romans 10.17. We both believe the gospel is the message of salvation. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also the Greek, Romans 1.16. We both agree on believing and confessing. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans 10.9 So if this brother is out doing the Lord's work, should I support him based on our agreements about salvation or reject what he's doing based on our disagreement about God's role in that salvation? I would choose to support him. I believe this is what Spurgeon could see in Wesley. Again, he says that Wesley's character stands beyond all imputation of self-sacrifice, zeal, holiness, and communion with God. The last point I want to make here is on the issue of pride as a roadblock to spiritual growth. If you only surround yourself with people who think like you and believe like you, then you'll never have the opportunity to be sharpened. Oftentimes, your beliefs need to be questioned in order for you to fully flush out why you believe what you believe. So, try and avoid falling into the mindset that what you know is all there is to ever know about God and what you believe is the only possible way to believe appropriately. You may ultimately be right, and we should be sure of our convictions, but not so sure that we close off the rest of Christendom as heretics and false witnesses, where those labels need not be applied. And our psalm for the day comes from Psalms 14, verse 2 and 3. 
The Lord looks down from heaven on all mankind to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. All have turned away. All have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. And our proverb comes from Proverbs 3, verse 7 and 8. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. And I'll end praying for you from Psalms 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, that the Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. May you know the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth, that the Lord preserves all who love him. God bless.